And we're back. You are listening to Building Success Habits on the number one global business talk and new news network on the internet, IBGR, International Business Growth Radio. I'm Landina Cruz, and in the studio with me is Donna Kandi. This is episode number eight, two types of success mechanism and how to make the, them work for you in our series, Building Success Habit here at IBGR.network. And um, I just wanted to let the audience know to connect with us. We'd love, 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 love yes. to hear from you in real time during the show. Look for the pulsating orange question mark in the lower right corner of most of our website pages. Click it to ask questions or share your comment about the show. And um, always, 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 um, if you need a coach, you can always reach out to Donna Kande or Landina Cruz, or even just a mentor, and we'll be happy to help you along your journey. Mm, I love that. Yes. It's, it's so much better to go together with <laughs> like minds, thinking minds. Um, so yeah, the orange question mark or join our Facebook group even. Building, yes. building what is that one? Um, build your business today. <laughs> That's another place that we hang out that we would love to see you and talk with you. Yes. Uh, so two types of success mechanisms and how to make them work for you. What we, we, we have been introducing this idea of success mechanisms. Uh, and success instinct and success, 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 say that three times fast, I dare you. <laughs> um, the, the concept comes from the book Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. It's a favorite of ours. We were just talking over the break how much we love this book. That uh, there's, It's just so much to get from it. And I, I don't think I've mentioned this yet this season, how when I was going to be get certified as a hypnotherapist, I realized that the techniques that he's talking about within the book, that we're sharing some of them with you, but if you read the book, really what it's doing is, is teaching yourself hypnosis because we're all hypnotized. We're all mm -hmm. hypnotized over time by the repetition that we think in our mind. Uh, to set up this episode, our quote is from John Wooden, and it says, success comes from knowing that you did your best to become the best that you are capable of becoming. And we, we've, you, anybody that's listened to our show, I don't think we go an hour without saying success is not what you get, it's who you become. That if you, if you didn't need to become the next person and when you already have the success that you wanted, it's all about who we are, right? And uh, so when John Wooden says that success comes from knowing that you did your best to become the best that you're capable of becoming. It's really not about what your daily activity is per se, but the person that you become in doing it. Any thoughts on that, Londina? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> success is not about the thing, it's about, it's about the who. Yeah. Who are you becoming? Um, you know, I, I know when I have grown, and this is something also that Maxwell Maltz mentions, that when we change internally, it's like we're leaving something behind. We're, we're leaving the old dust behind. It's yeah. like almost shedding. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when you realize um, that you are changing and you are succeeding because you can't go with up to one level with your foot still on the other level. Yeah. 
Yeah, when the caterpillar becomes the butterfly, it's a total metamorphosis. They, they, Good point. Yeah. yeah. Good example. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I just want to take a minute with this caterpillar because I love the concept. I actually branded uh, my hypnotherapy practice on it that when you, you have the caterpillar, he's pretty happy just eating leaves for a while. And then all of a sudden there, there, there's this instinct to create the cocoon. And within the cocoon on the outside, we can look at it and it's like, oh, he's just sleeping, right? But if you think about it, it's more like the Hulk changing because <laughs> yeah. he's growing wings and he's this and that. And like this whole big thing, they say it's really, really hard. And then once the transformation happens, the butterfly needs to come out of the cocoon. And the research that I have done said that there's a, there's so many of them that die in the process that they kind of give up along the way and they never break out of the cocoon. But once the butterfly now is out of the cocoon, he's on the branch, he, she, it, whatever. Um, the next thing that has to happen is it has to learn to fly. And so even after we're done transforming, there's still the next step. Because we can't just sit on the branch. We have to learn to fly. And the butterfly never knew what how to fly. It never had wings before. It looks around like, what are these things? It's probably scared if it looked over its shoulders. And now all of a sudden, it has to take that faith, that leap of faith, and fly. And, and the one thing with the butterfly is that it never looks back and say, wow, I wish I was a caterpillar. Yeah. You know, where yeah. humans is like, oh, this is too hard. I, I want to go back to sitting on the couch, watching TV and eating donuts. But um, you can never go back because yeah. you, you wouldn't, you, you can you, go back to old habits, but you're still a different person. A different person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a little, just a little, um, a little detour <laughs> on the butterfly, but I thought it fit in with this, this topic that we're talking about here. Um, back to the show notes at ibgr.network under show notes. Uh, number two says that your brain finds answers to problems in one of two ways. And I alluded to this on the last segment. The first way is to know that the answer exists and scan the environment and rejecting one answer after another until the object is found. And this type is similar to an interceptor missile or a, a autopilot on the plane. And so if you know you wake up in the middle of the night and you know your glasses are on the nightstand and you reach for something and you grab a pen and you say, oh, that's not it. And you put it down and then you grab uh, maybe a notebook and oh, wait, wait, that's not it. Or maybe you grab, uh, I don't know, your iPad. Oh, wait, that's not it. No, you grab your phone that's, and you grab your glasses and you say, yes, that's it. So this is, this is the one way that we find the answers to problems is that we know that it's out there and we just scan until we find it. Yeah. And also the second way um, happens when the answer is not known and our objective is to discover or locate it. We must assume the answer exists somewhere if we have uh, been given the question. It is our job to find the answer using um, one or, or two types of success mechanism. Um, and, and that is following up on what you just said. When we know the answer is there, um, like Edison, he just knew that he can create the condescent light bulb. There was never a question in his mind. Yeah. It took many, many tries. He didn't listen to other people's limiting belief. Well, you're crazy. What do you think you're doing? He just had that instinct inside 
that he needed to create this mm -hmm. just like the caterpillar had the instant to become a butterfly um, with humans a little bit different we have perception we have free will and everything that makes us um, human mm -hmm. so remember when you have an idea the answer already exists if not you would not yeah. have that idea but it's different so this is, this one is different than the first one because you you know and you're knowing that the answer has to be out there but you don't know where it is and where you don't know what it'll look like like in the first one i know what my glasses feel like and so when yeah. i pick up the pen i know oh wait this is not right and right. and this one you're talking about like with edison he didn't know what that light bulb was going to look like when he finished he had no. no idea so just to be clear on the two different types of success mechanisms one is for something that we already know is in existence and we're just trying to locate it again even if it's in the dark and then the second one we have a knowing that the answer is out there because we've been given the question yes and if we don't give up we will find the answer we will succeed if yeah. we give up yeah. then we fail that's yeah. when failure comes in mm -hmm. and also many people make the mistake of interfering with their success mechanism by demanding to know how before the goal is clearly um, established. The how only comes after you have formed a clear mental picture of the goal you want to create. Yeah. So having that mental picture helps you with every single step along the way because it's, it's your guidance. Your success mechanism has a way to guide you to where that answer is. And as long as you keep going, you will find the answer and you will be able to achieve, create your goal. Um, I, I think the how leads to procrastination because there, there's so many people that when they, they get this idea and they don't know how they're going to do it, and so, and, you know, they're trying to build out this grand plan of, well, I'll do this and then I'll do that and then I'll do this and I'll do that. And, and that's, that'll, that'll shut you down. Yeah. You, you, only, you only need to know the first step. What's the first thing you can do when stuck in a situation? What's one thing I can do to move closer to my goal? And when I take that first step, guess what happens? The next one shows, or like Dr. King says, the staircase. You take the first step, even if you don't see the staircase. Why do you have to take the first step? You have to take it on faith that, that it's there, that your answer is there, and that your how is there. But you just have to, you just have to go in, in the general direction at first, and then it gets clearer and clearer and clearer on the how. Yeah, and also, if you really think about it, anything that we create, is just one step at a time. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't multitask. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say that, <laughs> but there is no way that you're going to get up and boom, be out the door, be at your job without going through a process. Yeah. You know, because your brain only does one step at a time, you yeah. know, and, and that's the way it is with everything that we create. We create even a, you know, a child in the, in the womb, you know, it's, it's just a process. It takes time. Yeah. It doesn't like blink and it's there. No. Um, and, and once we understand that we tend to be less anxious and more uh, trusting that it's going to work out the way we want it to. And if it doesn't work out the way we want it to, maybe it'll work out better. Oh, I love that. that. 
And that's where we're going to end this episode. If it doesn't work out the way you want it to, maybe it'll work out better. <laughs> Words from Londina. I love it. So this is episode eight two types of success mechanisms and how to make them work for you. It's ending our hour of podcast live for the week with building success habits. Next week, we're going to talk about how to put your imagination to work for you. You definitely want to check in for this one. We'll be back next Thursday, same time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. But for now, we're signing off. Have an amazing business week until next time. To your growth and success. Take care.